I apologize. My voice is a little bit gravelly today. I'm recovering from being under the weather a little bit. I wanted to talk today, though, about teaching children financial principles that will serve them well for many years to come. My wife and I, Melissa, have been married a little over 20 years and have been blessed to have four wonderful children. And they're normal children. They make mistakes. They don't do everything perfectly. But we had our first child when we were in the midst of being newlyweds and struggling with finances for a number of years. And so we devised upon some uh, some real good tips and tricks, if you will, as we studied uh, Dave Ramsey, Robert Kiyosaki, and other financial gurus, and we talked to other people. We came up with some great ideas, and there's probably a bunch that you have as well that we haven't implemented yet. One of the first things that we taught our children when they were very young is that everything we have is actually a gift from deity, that we are just simple stewards. Everything's a blessing to us. And so with that in mind, we taught them the importance of giving back to the person who gave us everything, and that is to God. And so our children give a tithe, which is literally a 10% of their income. 10% of all that they make in businesses or in selling things or babysitting, whatever they do, 10% goes to the person that gave them everything. In addition, we taught them from a very young age that it's important to save, so much so that we helped them get a savings account. Not with the intent that they'd get rich off of savings, but that they would learn to save for important things instead of going into debt. And to further incentivize them to save, I remember one time we had a, a credit union that did a special drawing and, and allowed people to be able to earn money for their account uh, very quickly. So our children were able to, to fund 50 or $100 a piece in a, a savings account when they were 8, 9, 10 years old. But furthering that savings principle, we decided that we would let them know that on anything that's valuable in life, uh, we would match 50%. Meaning if they saved for a car, we would pay 50% towards that car. They pay the other 50%. We also would do 50% for if they chose to go to college. We pay 50%, they do 50%. Um, unless, of course, they can pay it all with scholarships and things like that. So we've uh, we've been fortunate that our children have saved quite a bit. They've paid their tithing. They've given back. But we've taught some other things. By the way, going back to paying for a car, when our oldest turned, I believe it was either 16 or 17, she wanted to get a car. And so we talked about the many options, and we investigated and researched. And when it came down to it, she ended up choosing a car that was $1,200. It was an older Nissan Altima. It wasn't anything amazing, but it ran well. And she paid about 600 and I paid about 600 Melissa and I did. And when it came down to it, she was able to get her first car. She used it for about a year, worked a job, saved up money, and then bought a car that she really wanted for a few thousand dollars. On that one, she paid for it herself. We didn't go halfsies on that one. When it comes to <clears throat> helping children understand financial principles, I think it's important to help them to also understand how to cut expenses. One of our children loves earning extra money by gatekeeping our electric bill down. And so five, ten times over the last few years, we've seen our electric bill spike a little, and then we've basically told him, go get him, see what you can do to get that electric bill down. For every dollar he saves and the electric expense from one month to the next, he gets 50%. So if our electric bill spiked, went up 30 or $40 from one month to the next, if he can lower it by 30 or 40 bucks, he's getting 15 to 20 bucks for basically just turning off the lights and playing fewer video games. It's a win-win for us. It allows someone else to turn off the lights and the, the video games to be a, a minimum and the computer games. 
and we are able to uh, pocket a few bucks ourselves that we would have had to give the electric company. And then, of course, by paying our son the 10 or 15 bucks, he's now got some money to do things that he wants without having to plead for money from us. That's the other thing. When our children have asked for, hey, can I go to an amusement park? Can I go to a movie? Yeah, absolutely. You pay half, we pay half. Uh, we don't say yes to everything, but quite often we say, yeah, sure. Or, hey, I need to get a, a gift for a friend. Great. We'll, we'll give half, you give half. What kind of gift do you want to give? Sometimes they'll make gifts, but not rarely, not usually. They'll usually find a, an affordable gift that their friend really likes. They'll do a little bit more homework to make sure that the gift is going to be of value to the friend because if it's their money, they're not going to just waste it. We've also taught our children the importance of earning scholarships. Our oldest child uh, is in college and she's still looking for scholarships each year and working diligently at jobs as well. She told me recently on one day she applied for over 70 scholarships. Now, of course, she uses form letters and different things like that, but she applied for over 70 scholarship. What if, scholarships. What if she only gets one or two or three? It's still going to be several hundred dollars or maybe a few thousand that will help her towards graduating college debt-free. Some of the other things that we taught our children <clears throat> are the importance of assets. We've talked about this, and I talked about this last week. Um, assets uh, for children, we help them get gumball machines when they're very young, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. And those gumball machines, uh, our oldest daughter, when she had her first gumball machine, it was just a single header, as they call it, you know, just capable of quarter at a time. She ended up getting a double header and then ultimately a triple header. And before she moved out to college, she had 25 to $30 a month coming in for about 15 minutes of work each month and uh, helped her quite a bit and just getting her on her feet as she was getting closer to the age of working at uh, full-time or part-time jobs. Our other children have had gumball machines, double headers, single headers. They've had the giant gumball machines. One of our children wanted to do more of a vending machine, you know, with 9, 10, 11 different products uh, from candy bars to gum or different things in the vending machine. He did that for over a year and really enjoyed that um, and to the point where he learned quite a bit about business principles, about seasonality, about profits and losses, and about losses of product. Long, sto long story short, teaching children about uh, making money and giving them real-life lessons can be amazing for, your, for you as parents because you'll have a wonderful opportunity to not uh, spend so much of your own money. But most importantly, you're not going to raise children that will be under your roof forever. You're not going to raise children that are um, incompetent. They're going to be self-reliant. They're going to figure things out and be very, very happy financially. And they're going to realize that money's a tool. So I encourage you to do the same. Good luck.